This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al and Jerry. All right, we're back on the podcast on a Monday after a very busy weekend. What's up, Al? And great job, Jerry. You and uh, Craig singing Bonnie Tyler's Total Eclipse of the Heart today on the program. I had no lyrics in front of me. I just, for whatever reason, remember that song. It's funny because I I came by after the show, and on Craig's computer screen were the lyrics. Yes. He was cheating. Which I thought you could tell if you were watching. All right. I had nothing. I just you were going turn on. around bright eyes. What year do you think that came out? I I looked at it. <sighs> what year did to- um 1985 83 close? Oh, oh, earlier than I thought. So today is the day of the eclipse, Jerry, and we're gonna find out once and for all. Maybe by the time some people listen to this podcast, if they listen to it later in the day, we're gonna find out once and for all whether in South Carolina the lizard men appear. <laughs> well, you, clearly because they do because we've got photographic proof. Photographic right. proof. Have you seen the photographic proof? Yeah, it's a guy in a lizard suit. Of the lizard men in South Carolina, probably going to come out when the eclipse happens. <laughs> and do what? Eat people? Chase us down. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we don't live there. Do you think the lizard men are from outer I space? I don't think the lizard men are real. Because they make it seem like they're space aliens, but they're lizard men. Do you, uh, seriously, do you believe in aliens? Do you believe that right now mm-hmm. that there are al- there's alien life that is plotting to take our planet? I do not. In your heart. I do not. Okay. Nor do I think I used to I want to believe in UFOs and things, but at, in this day and age as they say Jerry with everyone having everything on videotape, none of them like we've never like, seen an actual alien. Right. We're UFOs. And I hear like, oh, UFO crashed and this crashed. And where? By the way, all UFO stands for is unidentified flying object, which means right. we're not sure what it is. Could be a drone. Could be a bird. Couldn't quite identify it. Doesn't mean aliens. And yet when I hear, here's the thing, though. When I hear Air Force pilots, respected uh, people who've flown for Delta for 30 years, when I hear those guys tell me they saw like a spaceship in the sky, kind of believable. Have you heard that? I have heard that. I've seen it on uh, UFO specials on like... uh, Because those aren't made up. Discovery Channel. But see, I don't know if I believe those. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. I I thought about this a lot. Not a lot, but I did think about this. On Friday... What was it? Friday? No, we didn't work Friday. Right? So Thursday. We were off Friday, yeah. We got into that whole nonsense that Craig brought up about Poseidon and Medusa and all the Greek gods and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Like, how do we... And then Eddie's got to say his whole non-religion thing. Oh, fine, whatever. And Craig put me on the spot. And so, you know, what do you believe? And And I thought about this a couple of times this weekend. 
because the way it's phrased is, do you believe that there's a man in the sky, you know, God looking over us? I look at it this way, the more I've thought about it, because I wanted to be careful how I answered the question. I didn't give you much because, you know, you can definitely insult some people with religion and all that. Who believes? Who doesn't? I think as I've gotten older in life, religion is like marriage. I don't believe in anything anymore. I don't. I don't believe in God or, I mean, I do believe there's a, there was a man named Jesus that walked the earth and did great things. I don't know that he healed blind people, but you get what I'm saying. I don't believe in trust. All that stuff we've discussed. I believe in hope. I hope that when I die, he's up there. Do I think that he's sitting there staring at us right now? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But God darn, I hope something happens when we die, that we just don't take a dirt nap. And once the heart gives out, like, that's it. Why are we any different than a cricket that gets stepped on, right? So you hope, and I think that's why a lot of older people find religion late in life, because you realize the end is coming. And if this is it, this is it. You better start hoping there's something else. Well, when your wife is out and she tells you you're going out for dinner, you damn well better hope she's just going out for dinner and she's not going out for something else. Fair enough? Mm -hmm. So, like, what is... Like, what is faith? It's nothing. It's a word. I hope that there's something there. Got it. Does that make sense? Do you hope there are space aliens? I don't. No, I hope the opposite, that there are not. Got it. Do I think there are? No. And I hope there aren't, because I don't think anything good's going to come of that. Have you ever had a religious experience where you feel like there was some sort of religious thing had shown itself to you? No. I went to Catholic school, Catholic high school. Uh, No, I've never had a religious experience to where I never, you know, saw the light. I wasn't dead. Or where you felt like you saw Jesus working through something. No, never. Nope. To me, there's too much misery in the world that tells me something's overlooking everything. Right. You know, well, there's a, you know, and I love this. And I have this in my family, so I'm not talking about people I don't know. Well, there's a, there's a greater meaning. Really? A child with cancer. What the hell is the greater meaning right. to that? Drop dead. Don't tell me there's a greater meaning to that. So I hope. Right. I hope there's something better for us. Is that, is that fair? That's fair, Jerry. All right. Did I ever tell you of my two religious experiences? You've had them? I am not a religious person at all, but I felt a religious experience twice. Okay. Uh, one time was when my niece, Kylie, was being baptized. It was a very strange feeling I felt when she was baptized that uh, was very hard for me to explain. Okay. And I didn't get it with any other kid that That's I saw just overcome baptized. with joy or emotion? Perhaps. Perhaps. Then the second one was more intense. In your face. More in your face. I watched my grandmother, who <clears throat> who was 90-something at the time, right. lived a very long life, uh, and I I got to her hospital bed... When she was uh, dying and she was having her last rites read. Mm-hmm. And she was, I will use this example, she was paying attention, and she had been out of it for a long time. She was paying attention to this priest who had a cross in front of her face and was telling, giving a, as if she was getting directions to a very difficult place to drive. Like, hold on. Yeah, sure. I'm making a left, and then I see Jesus, <laughs> and I make a right. Like, she was intense. Right. And that was very intense to watch. 
and I'm not religious in any way. Well, how is that? I just felt like those are I mean, religious that's a, that's experiences. An experience. I don't right. think you saw God, though. No, I don't think I saw God, but I feel like you felt his presence. I feel like she saw God in a very real way and was well paying attention. I think that comes back to what I said, though. Hope. She's sitting there in her final minutes, right. hours, days, whatever. You know, it's kind of like, have you ever done something when you've hit the point of no return and you know you've really effed up? And now it's kind of like, all right, how do I figure this out? Here's the difference. You ain't figuring it out. When you hit that point of no return in life, the only thing that's next is please hope there's something else. Right. Because otherwise, I'm done. It's kind of, it's almost, it seems weird. So we had a barbecue. I'm back, by the way, in the barbecue business. We had a big party at my house yesterday for my seven-year-old baseball team. We had 50 people at the house. Really had a good time. You barbecued for 50 people? Well, it was a party. I shouldn't say a barbecue. I made You had it catered? I made 40 hot dogs All right. for the kids. We had a couple of three-foot subs. We had a tray of lasagna, two trays of mac and cheese. We had uh, chicken fingers. We had salad. It was Any awesome. Any burgers on the grill? No burgers. Grill I just made just hot I just dog grilled hot dogs for the children. Yeah, we catered the rest of it. All right. Just easier. And it was all, we really had a really good time. And we at one point, because all the kids are seven, and for some of the parents, it's their first child. For others like myself, this is our second. For others, it's their third. And it was kind of like after the sangria set in, it was kind of like, all right, how old is everybody? And I don't know who started it, but it turns out I'm like one of the oldest. Oh, adult, adults you wanted to know. Yes. How old are the adults? Right, not the kids. We know how the kids are. You're one of the oldest. I'm clearly one of the oldest. Really? The median age was about 40. I would say 38 to 41. Then I'm 43, and then there's another set of parents that are 47, and nobody in between us. So I'm the second oldest of the group, which was fine. I don't feel it. Um, but it's, I sit there and look. I'm like, man, I'm 43, and I'm having trouble with my hip and my back. The groin's gotten better, but my hip's killing me. I have bursitis. I was diagnosed, by the way. And my back. And I'm sitting there saying, like, what if that stuff never gets better? Like, is this how the last hopeful 45 years of my life is going to be? Yes. And it's never going to get better. Like, I've always said to you. At what point do you exercise for the last time? Like, do you know it? Right. When you have sex for the final time, are you aware that this might be it and your penis is never going to do that again? Right. It's just, I don't know. It's odd you to don't me know, right. to start thinking about that. I said to my wife, we're looking, we're looking at a house. And I said there, had a couple of, I drank a lot this weekend. We were by the pool at Borgata. And I said to her, you know, 43, if this house thing goes through... This house should take us into old age. Right. This will be your last house purchase. Right. Next move would be hopefully in about 20 years when I'm in my 60s, sell the house and get a condo to where she looked at me and wanted to punch me square in the face. That's freaky, man. What are I you doing? Agree. I just aged myself. My parents will probably be gone at that point. Ugh. It feels weird too when you do when you start doing like even at certain age and this is being the age as well. If you were to buy a new car and do the traditional five year loan, right? And you add five years to your age, you're like, huh? I gotta have to have this. I'll still be making a payment on this car when I'm fifty. No, when <laughs> right. I'm forty eight, you'll be fifty two. Yeah. 
Think about it. It feels weird. It feels weird that those are the numbers now. Right, because it feels like those are big decisions now. So this house decision for you is, I'm counting on this house now to take me into old age. Well, it's going to, because if this house falls through, I'm not moving. I mean, that's pretty much, I just, I, I can't deal with This is a pain in the it's ass It's a pain process. in the neck. So I ain't going anywhere if this falls through. But yeah, it's just, it's just weird. Very weird. You start all of a sudden like, wow, I'm 90. All right, let me go get the casket because right. it's over soon. Anyway, boy, this has been morbid. Well, it started out with the lizard men of the eclipse. <laughs> so it started out nice. We were topical. Thought, Very topical. All right, let me get something for you. Uh, here is something interesting. Uh, you're a Foo Fighters fan, right? Uh, I like, am. You like the Foo Fighters. I like Dave Grohl, yes. Well, if you're uh, at your desk today at work, I would Google uh, or YouTube... Uh, do you know the singer Rick Astley? Yes. From I know. the 80s. Yes. And I, oh, God. He sang what Never Gonna Give yes. You Up. Never, never Gonna, gonna Let You Down. down. Never yeah. Gonna Run Around. Desert yes. You. Well, he joined them on stage for a full rocked out version of Never Gonna Give You Up. Really? It's pretty good. You liked it. Although, strangely, the crowd didn't seem all that into it. I wonder why. And Dave Grohl said claimed to have just met Rick Astley minutes before. Okay. Which was funny to me. This shows you true musicianship. If they had just met and didn't plan on doing this. Sure. And then were able to rock out a full band version, like a rock version of Never Gonna Give You Up, that's musicianship All right, right let me there. ask you this. Were you not impressed... Friday night when Craig went on stage with that Life Speed band, which I yes. thought was really good. Very good band. And he played the drums. They did the Bon Jovi song. Right. And what, they did another They do Hard to Handle. Right. Black Crows. So do you think that was pre-set up? So uh, I know Craig often, if he's does one song with a band, he always does Hard to Handle. Oh, is that? I didn't know that. Okay. So I knew that going in. Right. When they had suggested that they do Bon Jovi Living on a Prayer, I thought, well, Craig's in trouble here. Cause Boy, he, he nailed it. But he nailed it. He was good. Yeah. So, so is he a true musician? I, I think, uh, yeah, drumming-wise. He's he, got that in him. He knows how to at least fake it to make it seem like well, he, he's following along. He looks pretty damn good at yeah. it. Yeah. And it was, it was it was actually fun watching him up there with that band. And here now, we does go. it make you think, like, why don't I play the drums? No. I never had the interest in the drums. If I you, wanted to play guitar. Yeah. I was going to say, if you were to learn an instrument. Guitar or piano. Yeah. Those two I would be interested in. The violin you can keep. I would like to know how to do, how you make sense of the harmonica. Yes. Because I love Bob Dylan, and I'd love to be able to do that. Right. And you and, and a harmonica is something you just keep in your pocket. You just. And then break it out. Whenever. Play along. Yes. I would like, I, but I don't have the time. I just, I barely have time to. Get through a day. I don't have time to learn a... Which do you think is the easiest? Like, do you think the harmonica is easier than the piano or the mm, guitar? I don't think, I, honestly, they're all different. I don't think any of it's easy. I really yeah. don't. I mean, I think, you know, I do think you can learn, but I think it takes a lot of time. Some are more naturally gifted than others. Right. But I think even if you're not, if you put a lot of time in, you can get good. I think you can get good at anything. I thought that, but I, I tried it with the guitar a number of times, and it never worked. And then when I tried it with the piano, I felt like I got some movement. But not the guitar. Jerry, you know we've been doing the stories about the um, sex dolls, the robots? Yes. The robot sex dolls. The company is True Companion. It's actually a, a New Jersey-based company. Oh, I didn't know that. That's right. We should go over there and tour the facilities. Where is it in Jersey? Is it saying? Uh, it does not say. It doesn't say in this article. I know I've read in the past that they're based in New Jersey. What is it called again? True Companion? True Companion, yes. I'm going to check out where they're at. Maybe we'll take a road trip. 
So uh, someone uh, at The Sun Online, which is that um, British uh, newspaper. Okay. Uh, I guess they did an interview with the, the guy over there at uh, True Companion, and they asked him, uh, which celebrity do people most want their sex doll to look like? Okay. And I was surprised because this shows you that I think their audience that's looking to buy a sex robot is older because the one that they get most often is Marilyn Monroe. Really? Yes. Interesting. Now, I love this. The guy at True Companion goes, we can't actually put out a Marilyn Monroe doll because we don't have the rights to her name. Sure. Unless we get permission. How do you think that's going to go? Well, she's dead. Wait, they're going to go to the uh, estate of Marilyn Monroe and go, hey, can we uh, market this robot sex doll in your likeness? (laughs) You know, it's weird. You never know if they say yes or no, though. I guess. Family's greedy. By the way, it does not give the address, Mm -hmm. but it's a 973 area code. Which is where? Northern Western. Northern Jersey. Yeah. I would go for a tour of that. And here's I don't know if they're going to give us a tour. And this part of the assembly line is where we put the vagina together. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that person thinks they've got a more important job at the factory? Yeah. That guy's just doing fingers and toes. The vagina guy and the breast guy. Right. Well, I was promoted to the vagina guy. I used to just do toes and feet, but now I've moved up. Uh, they like my work, and now I'm the vagina guy. <laughs> That's going to come back to haunt you. By the way, spe- speaking of New Jersey area codes and things, my phone rings all day long. Yes, so does mine. With a 732-200 number. Two, mine is 732-259 okay. from Rawway. Okay. And... The last four digits change all day long, and I block every one of them on the iPhone. I don't know if you could do it on your phone. I could block numbers, and all day long matter. they still the have computer it. program just keeps shuffling numbers robots. until it can get to you. Yeah, robots, you robots that are having sex with people. Doing uh, this? That I don't know if they're com- combining the robots. Perhaps that's funny. And what do you think of this, Jerry? We've heard this before, but Floyd Mayweather says he's abstaining from sex before his fight with Conor McGregor. Back in the old, old days of the ancient Greek Olympic athletes, they thought that ejaculating meant that testosterone was being ejaculated out of your body, and they knew that they needed testosterone to fight and be great athletes. Hmm. Science says there's no such truth to these rumors that having sex uh, hurts your physical sport performance. Right. So I think he's just wasting time then by not having relationships with his wife. I think I I I, uh, I think I would. Um, was that a human sound yeah, you just made? That was a hesitant human sound. I I would tend to agree that when you have sex, you might lose your edge, especially a young testosterone Why? guy. Because it does like oh, for the whole time. Have you? No, done, no, I'm I mean, saying you a, work no, out. no. I'm saying a couple. Maybe like if he's fighting Saturday. Maybe oh, see if you Wednesday wanted. would be your last sexual encounter. I mean, that's fine. You want to be focused, and I get yes. that. I thought you said he was abstaining the whole time. This says he's uh, abstaining for the week of. The, the week whole week. before, yeah. I mean, whatever. We'll see how he fights. If that works for him. I don't know that it will or it won't. All are right. you interested in that fight at all? Yes, very you interested. Are. Okay. You? No. Yeah, I'm very interested. Not at all. I'll be interested if you tell me Conor, McGreg- Conor McGregor did anything. If... It's just a boring 12-round nothing fight. That tells me what a lot of experts have said all along, that Floyd Mayweather is going to milk this, go 12 rounds so that they can have a payday that will pay them more. I mean, just whatever. 
Now, if you tell me McGregor had a shot and he, you know, kind of dazed him a little bit and maybe it looked like a real fight, I would be interested maybe then seeing the highlights, but I would not. I, there's no chance I would watch this. That's the thing. I mean, the next day, day and a half later, you're going to see all the highlights you right. want anyway. Sure. And I got the Cowboys Raiders on Saturday night. Cowboys Raiders. Now, whatever happened to the whole beach day with the governor and all that? That just seems like that's gone. I think, although, again, it came up again on the show. I have no idea what's real and what's not I real, Jerry. Either. Yeah, I'm very confused. So I don't know whether I have plans or don't. <laughs> Jerry, in China, doctors removed a live gecko from a man's ear. Really? How small was the gecko? A man woke up. Let me get to with that here. Hopefully it says so in the article, Jerry. <laughs> a man. That's your live reading. <laughs> a man who woke up with severe pain in his ear went to the hospital, and a live gecko had crawled inside there. This happened in, uh, well, I can never pronounce that. It's in China. Okay. They, uh, there was a video support uh, supposedly out there that showed uh, the live gecko after it was removed from the ear. Hmm. They looked inside the man's ear and discovered a live gecko had climbed in and crawled into the canal where it was sleeping. The gecko was calmed with an anesthetic. How big is the gecko? And doctors used pliers to pull the lizard out of the man's ear. That I would not want a live gecko in my ear. uh, No, no, no. You don't want a live gecko anywhere on you. And clearly it's one of these tiny little things that hasn't grown to maturity. Right. How do you put anesthesia in it? I don't know. And what is it? Half of a drop? Right. <laughs> I mean, honestly, amazing what happens overseas. Yes. Oh, Crazy. Always in China, these stories. Or in Florida. Or Florida. A here lot in... of stories in Florida. Anything crazy like that here in the U.S., Florida. Yes, usually. Or overseas, China. Although I, I suppose I think it had a lot of weird stuff happens overseas in other places, but it may just happen more often in China because they have a larger population. Could be than some of these other countries. Very well, could be. So it's just statistically speaking, it would happen in China. I just yawned. All right, I'm very tired. All right, Jerry. Well, that's all I have today. I'm going to uh, my new. I'm going to check out my new place today. So are we driving in together again? Uh, we can try that experiment. I think we could try. Save each of us a lot of money. Yes, I like that idea. All right. I'll get up in the morning. I'll do a little prep at home. And then we'll... When will we pick this up? After Labor Day? Yeah, I think uh, we'll kick off the Labor Day, uh, the the new fall season, Jerry, where we carpool in. And so that'll be in about... God, it's amazing. Labor Day is only a couple weeks away. Yeah. It really is. We got this week, next week, then Labor Day. Now, you guys are off all next week. We are. Correct? Now, me and Boomer are here a couple of days next week, I believe. And I'm working all week this week. Your guys are also off Friday. Off Friday. I'm but I'll be moving. Because I've got the softball game, and I'm the one person that's got to come in, which right. sucks. But so be it. All right, so you have a nice long break. Yes. And then we're back, and then we're and never we're back for again. good. Then we're not off until Thanksgiving. All right, you're going to come to a Rutgers game this year. Uh, Where you're living, you're literally going to be 25 minutes from there. Let me ask you this. You, I can get, uh, like, passes or tickets through uh, Jerry Recco Foundation? I will. You won't have to pay for them. All right. I would go to that. All Something right. earlier in the season before it gets freezing. Because you know well, I don't like the cold, Jerry. Right. I mean, the season starts in November when it is cold. Oh, basketball. Yes. Got it. Not football. Oh, basketball, definitely, because that's indoors. Yes. Oh, you meant, you thought I meant football. Yeah. No, Chris Carlin still does football. Oh, got it. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay. Uh, all right, I'll All right, basketball tomorrow. I'm in for. Uh, something cool, like a cool team. Not like uh, some So how about a conference team. game? Who's in there? Conference. Big Ten. 
Indiana comes oh, to. I like that, Indiana. All right, I'll see. I will work on that. I'd love to see Bobby Knight. But yeah, he doesn't coach them anymore. Oh, he's gone for that. He's, he's, he's All right. Out. Still, I'd be interested. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Uh, the warm-up is next. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right. Good morning. We are sponsored by Burlington. What's up, Al Dukes? Hi, Jerry. Nice weekend for everybody. You guys uh, enjoyed the weekend at Borgata, and That's here we right. are again on a Monday. That's right. And I enjoyed I watched a lot of Yankees Red Sox this weekend, Look at Jerry. You. And I did like uh, CC Sabathia pitch the other night. Yeah, and he was angry at the Red Sox for bunting on him. Yeah, but you know what? He handled it the right way. He basically got everybody out. Now, was he mad because he felt like they were bunting on him because he has a bum knee? That's the way I take that. Yes, and he was, you know, angry because you got guys like an Eduardo Nunez who's batting three fifteen for the month, and all these guys have these great batting averages, and yet here we are trying to bunt our way on. I think it's smart by the Red Sox. Me too. You know, I've been uh, keeping up on this Ric Flair situation. And much like in wrestling. How's that going? uh, He's uh, doing better. But much like I was thinking a lot of wrestling this weekend because of that. Okay. And in wrestling, if Ric Flair were facing an opponent with a bum knee, what would he do, Jerry? He'd go right after the knee. He'd work the knee. Of course you would. Because then you set him up for the figure four leg lock. Oh, is that what it Very would be? Very painful on the knee. Now, would it be scripted that the other guy would be, like, winning the whole time until Flair goes after the knee late and completely changes it? Or, you know, the stooge that's, like, just beating the hell out of him. And you're sitting there saying, like, how is this match not over yet? And then all of a sudden, you find strength. And then you get one little rap on the leg. And then all of a sudden... Down for the count. Well, what does Boomer always say? The other guy gets paid too, Jerry. That guy is a, well, a that, pro wrestler as well. Right, but it's scripted. So you say. I mean, I think we all know this. So the Red Sox were working on the knee. Yes. Not and, unlike a wrestler might do, Jerry. So. And by the way, how did it go for Sabathia? He threw him out. Quite well. But he was not happy. Well. And motioned to their dugout. Deal with it. So what? Deal with it. That's what I say. Then I was happy to see Aaron uh, Judge continues to sh- <laughs> but you had to wait. Out. But you had to wait. I did have to wait. Yes. Late, later in the game yesterday, uh, 37 straight games now, I Correct. believe it is. That is right. Now he is the record holder. Single record. season and all time. What are you going to do? He I mean, will... his numbers, it's funny. He still hits the home runs, and they still go really far when he hits them. But, I mean, you look at what he's done since the All-Star break, and I don't believe it has anything to do with the home run derby. The numbers are just... I mean, they have just tanked. These all-star breaks ruin people. Or... It gets them out of the rhythm, Jerry. Or if you're in a funk, you can find your way out of it. Oh, you get out of it. Yeah. Works two ways, Al. And then I was sad to see Curtis Granderson go. I agree. Because he was like a nice guy. But you got to be happy for him because he probably wasn't coming back anyway next year. You have to at least be happy for him. He's going to the best team in baseball. And at this stage of his career, he's got a chance to win a World Series. Good and, for him. And he did a nice goodbye video. I and saw a, that. Another reference to the seven line. I Those tell you, guys, the seven are, line man, they're going to get big heads over there. They treat their players well. Their players give it right back. Yeah, everyone uh, just on their way out the door. Did Addison Reed thank the seven line? I don't think he shot a video. Probably not. So it's just Duda and Granderson. Yeah. Nobody else. What about Jay? You see Jay Bruce dropped the line drive the other day. I did not. You can catch that. Hit a couple of home runs. He also dropped a line drive that he looked like an aging old ball player where he stumbled all over himself on the way down. 
And then did you see, Jerry, uh, lots of people protesting in the world these days. It's okay. uh, the hip thing to do, do various protests. Do you the, want to protest? I, I don't have anything. I'm sure I you can't got, think of anything. I think you could probably find something. I complain a lot. Right, so let's protest something. But I don't ever want to do anything about it. You just want to be heard by us, yell at the people on the phone, move on. Yeah, right. I'd rather complain with no actions behind it. Got it. But the umpires got... Oh, these guys. ...had some sort of... Uh, they were wearing white wristbands on Saturday in protest yeah. of uh, players not behaving you know properly. Why? No, no. It's because they suck. And how about... Oh, that's what Ian Kinsley wearing, said. And they're wearing these stupid white wristbands to protest not being treated fairly. Meantime, the guy on the... I forget the guy's name. I forget who it was. Guy on the Rangers hits an inside-the-park home run, except that the ball was three feet foul. You think an umpire might see that? So well, their protest only lasted one day because they got their meeting with Commissioner Rob Manfred. So is everybody happy now? He's going to meet. Well, they're going to meet. So until they meet, the protest is off. Got it. One day protest only. I'm telling you, we're, we're going to have electronic balls and strikes soon. Electronic balls? Well, if you, and if you think that about it. sounds like a disease. Um, electronic balls? Yeah. I suppose that could be a disease. If you think about it, we'll never have anything to fight about with them. Because you already have replay to fix all the screw-ups. And now if you did that with the balls and strikes, electronic balls. I'd like to see you arguing with a robot, Jerry, over balls and strikes. I don't think we'll ever see a robot on the field. What 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 about behind the field? (laughs) I don't think so. Jerry, if I may turn to football for a moment. You can do whatever the hell you like. Uh, Steelers uh, player uh, Stefan Tewitt. I'm going to go ahead and pretend like I know that's how you say his name. (laughs) He lost a credit card roulette the other day. Have you ever done that with your friends where you go out to dinner with a big table and instead of splitting the bill 50 ways, which is awkward, and instead of somebody like Craig just buying for everyone, uh, everyone throws their credit card in and the waiter pulls out one card and that person pays for everybody. He can afford it. Well, this guy lost. Has that happened to you? I've never done that before. My friends in Tampa used to do that and i i would have to do it even though i didn't want to and i and i never had my credit card pulled let me ask you this if that happens and you wind up paying let's say on friday and then you go out the following friday if you paid the last week are you out in credit card roulette the rest of the guys stay in or no. could you pay two weeks in a row i think you might have to pay two weeks in a row now they say uh that of the rules of credit card roulette if you put in two hundred dollars then you don't have to throw your credit card in credit card roulette. Like, it's kind of like insurance. You're buying $200 worth of insurance, so you don't have to pay $2,000. That is, you know what? If I you're going to play that. the rule. No, you you would just throw a oh, 200 no, you're right. bucks. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I would just hope and pray that my credit card wasn't chosen. Exactly. This portion is sponsored by Burlington. Make Burlington stores your back-to-school headquarters and save big on shoes, backpacks, lunch bags, casual looks and basics, your favorite brand names for less. Burlington style for everyone. A lot more to do, including Boomer and Carton at the top on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. All right, this portion sponsored by TheraWorks Relief. Red Sox beat the Yankees on Sunday 5-1. to one. Jackie Bradley Jr., two-run triple in the second, RBI single in the sixth. The Yankees are off today. They're five games out in the AL East. They'll be in Detroit tomorrow. Boston does play Cleveland tonight. Mets lost to the Marlins 6-4. to four. More on that in just a moment. Also of note, you got the Giants and Browns uh, in Cleveland tonight. We'll have that for you on the fan. Pacers follow 
tampering charges with the NBA against the Lakers for contact with Paul George. This portion sponsored by TheraWorks Relief to relieve muscle cramps in your legs and feet. Use TheraWorks Relief. This fast-acting foam can't even prevent muscle cramps. Get TheraWorks Relief today at theraworksrelief.com. The one quickie on the on the matches, because I know they're irrelevant right now, but they look like the Boomer and Carton softball team yesterday with Jacob deGrom and uh, Ahmad Rosario, Ahmed Rosario, and that play where he's, you know, uh, with the glove and D Gordon beats him out. My, what are we doing? Uh, Jacob Degrom was vis- visually he upset, was. Jared, and rightly so, by the way. And he apologized, but that looks like us. Yes, you know it's Boomer yelling at Craig. What are you doing over there? Or yelling at you when you can't find the pop up? Let's go. The pop up that was on the pitcher's man. Oh, I was talking about the pop up oh, that you lost in the sun. Oh. not the one that Boomer didn't well, that go happens, after Jerry. or dropped. Yes, Jerry, uh, your Dallas Cowboys. You know, in training camp, these guys get a brand new mattress sometimes just for their yes. training camp, yeah. and then when training camp's over, they they send their mattress to their home, new mattress every year. Right. Well, one, two of the guys on the Cowboys, this uh, Tyrone Crawford and Malik Collins, mm-hmm. you know them? Defensive players, yes. Defensive players. They didn't want to ship their mattresses all the way back, so they put out on uh, Twitter and Instagram, if anyone locally ne- is in need of a mattress, you can have this one. That's good guys doing good things. Right, and at first I thought, do I want to use the mattress, even though it's only a couple weeks? And I you thought don't. I would... I would never. And then I thought we all sleep in hotel rooms, right? And if you who and, knows and what's by going the way, on. If you don't have a mattress, right. Or you're sleeping on something like nails, why right. not? I just recently purchased a mattress, more than you think. So if a Dallas Cowboy was offering a mattress, and you're right, and you're in need of a mattress, they are very pricey. And the one family got a gigantic king mattress from this guy. Nice, very cool. So you get all pile in there See, on the, the Cowboys Dallas aren't Cowboy. All about suspensions, they They're help not? people. <laughs> That's no, why I not. reported it, Jerry. <laughs> right. These guys are doing good for the Cowboys. Good guys of course, doing good things. Yeah. No one's ever heard of Tyrone Crawford yes, and Malik Collins. Yes, well, you cover have. the Cowboys. Well, a Cowboy fan has. So stop that. I mean, I did, that's the one thing I love about you. If it's not in Al's world, he <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't exist. think it exists. <laughs> yeah, I think no one knows it. If I mentioned Ian Happ, right, I don't know who that be is. Like, no one knows who he is. Right, exactly. I know A.J. Happ. He pitches for the Blue no, Jays. No, I'm talking about Ian Happ, the, the rookie who's got 18 home runs. Oh. Who? No one knows who he is. Yeah, no, no, no one You knows. don't know who he right. is. Right. And I feel like I'm the common man. Like, if I don't know, no, Jerry, no, you nobody don't knows. If it's not the Mets, you don't watch. No, I watch the Yankees now because they're in a pennant race. Well, and because you work here and you want them to do well. But, I mean, you don't watch any other baseball, and that's fine. Right. But that is one thing about you that if you're not aware of it, mm-hmm. you think the rest of the world is right. not aware of it. I'm uh, egocentric, they call that. Whatever. What else you got? Well... <laughs> I was hoping that match you guys for a half hour show. <laughs> I was hoping that mattress bit Jerry was going to going to take a lot longer. <laughs> no, I don't oh, think so. <laughs> uh, that youth baseball catch, but, by the way, is one of the greatest catches you'll ever yeah, see. Except he was over the fence. Not well. A... We did this last week with the Red Sox. Yeah, when you land thing. over the fence. I mean, why not just I, start over the fence? Can you do that in baseball? No, you can't start over the fence. They allow the we, shift. We went and found the rule because I think it was, I figure it was Betts or Bradley, one of those guys in the Red Sox. It's did it. Jersey oh, Mike's no. Monday.